The holidays are fun for a lot of people, but they're stressful for everyone. It's a lot of stuff all packed into the final few weeks of the year when it's cold and when there's additional stress and really, I mean, in addition to everything else that's going on. Because life doesn't stop happening just because the holidays are here. Exactly. It's additive. The holidays are nearly here, and that can be a source of real stress. I'm Becky Kaiser with Hayes Post and Eagle Radio News. I'll be talking with Sarah Wassinger of the Hayes Chamber and special guest James Gertzner from High Plains Mental Health Center on this episode of the Post Podcast. So we heard from Kaylee Connor last week. This week we're um, pleased to be joined with uh, James Gertzner. He is the Community Engagement and Education Specialist with High Plains Mental Health Center. And we have a lunch and learn coming up with you, don't we, James? We do. We're going to talk about holiday blues, winter stress, and things of those natures. Did you say winter stress? Winter stress, holiday blues. What What is winter stress? I've never even heard that. Well, seasonal affect disorder is a very real ah, condition. Ah, yes, of Where if you're not getting exposure to the sun, it makes a lot of people struggle with, you know, just cloudy too many days in a row. Exactly. And I would also, I know some people who uh, take advantage of the, I don't remember exactly what they're called, but the light therapy yeah. that, that is prescribed oftentimes for SAD. And then uh, just in general, it gets cold and gray, like you said, and then you're having to, when we do have snows, you're having to battle that in the ice. And that's kind of depressing too, I think. Sure. <laughs> no, it, can be a, it can be a difficult time of year. We were just talking before we went on air, too, that it seems like the holidays, if they're not coming earlier each year, it seems like retailers want to push them forward a little bit. You can certainly see, uh, I saw my first Christmas commercial a couple weeks ago on television. I was like, wow. And you can see Christmas things for sale in, in the retail stores now. And sometimes I think that could add a little bit of stress to our lives. Sure. And the holidays are fun for a lot of people, but they're stressful for everyone. It's a lot of stuff all packed into the final few weeks of the year when it's cold and when there's additional stress and really, I mean, in addition to everything else that's going on, because life doesn't stop happening just because the holidays are here. Exactly. It's additive. And I would (laughs) say for many families, the most stressful part is even finding the day that you're actually going to get together because everybody's schedules are so busy. Ah, yes. Good point. And then there's the whole, whose house do we go to this year? And, you know, and maybe between Christmas and Thanksgiving. So it can be very, uh, very, very stressful. You've also got, I'm laughing because I had an allergy attack on the air just a little bit ago. And this time of year, it's not unusual for, especially for kids, you know, getting sick at school and you may have to deal with that on top of everything else, plus your own health. And sure. And it's just, uh, it's a lot to deal with. So what are some tips that you might have James for people to, you know, reel it back in and you know life goes on and it's going to be okay how can we keep ourselves from going completely nuts over the holidays sure well i think it's important to remember that breathing eating sleeping and taxes those are mandatory everything else is optional (laughs) i like that if there's something that you don't have to do if there's a tradition that's no longer serving you or if it's stressing you out we don't have to do it just because it's always been done that way what (laughs) <laughs> Sarah is, was just talking is. about how her mother one of the things she does at the holidays and that, that's very typical though you do you, you grow up doing certain traditions and feel like you know I think especially women kind of take that tack that well mom did it this way and grandma did too so I need to that's a hard habit to break it is and it's something that takes some 
conscious effort, some conscious discipline to take a step back and reevaluate, you know, whether this tradition is serving your family, whether it's just adding stress, whether you can need to let it go, or if we can start a new tradition. And then also sleeping and drinking water occasionally is great because it's very tempting for the last five, six weeks of the year to have nothing but turkey, chocolate, and wine. Like, mm, eat only those things. Yeah. But occasionally, if you do that too many days in a row, your body and your mind don't like that. So drink some water occasionally and try to go for a walk. I promise it'll help. Those are good ideas. I was also thinking about, you. we were talking about families and, and traditions, and many families will get together. Maybe they haven't seen each other for an entire year, and maybe there's some dissonance in the family. That can be stressful, too, when sure. you're, you're prepared for, let's face it, maybe a fight and obviously don't want that to happen. How do you keep peace in the family? Well, my suggestions are if you're the one hosting and if there's a topic that is stressful to you, be it politics or sports or whatever it happens to be, you can set a hard and fast rule at the door that once you cross the threshold, we're not going to talk about politics. We're not going to talk about football. And But if you're, on the other hand, if you're attending an event that you think might stress you out, you don't necessarily have to go if it's going to be something that's going to be a major detriment to your mental health. Those new habits that we can form and, and under, make ourselves understand that it's okay to do something different. You don't always have to do it the exact same way. And it doesn't always have to be holiday-themed. You can make use of this time of year, because if the holidays are st- stressful for somebody, if they've maybe lost a f- friend or a family member, and the entire notion of the holidays can be a little bit depressing, you don't have to do holiday-related things. You can reread your favorite book during the holidays. You can watch your favorite show. You can just take a trip. It doesn't have to necessarily be Thanksgiving and Christmas-themed. Good thinking. Take some time out for yourself. Sure. And, Very important. And maybe establish some new trends in the family. Um, I think that it's something that we're talking about, you know, families particularly, but there are also people out there. I and mean, I read some statistics recently, which I was really surprised. I'm not going to remember them exactly, but there are more than there are more and more adults living alone now than there have been in a long time. That's something else to keep in mind that maybe the holidays are especially lonely or can be especially lonely for people who live alone. How can we incorporate them into our celebrations. Sure. And humans are social creatures. Yes. If there's anything we learn from the COVID pandemic is that we as a species do not do well when we're isolated. And so something that people should keep in mind is a great thing that we can do to not only help our communities but help ourselves is to be of service to other people. And so volunteering can be a way to go out and interact with other people. But there's a lot of statistics and a lot of science that shows that doing volunteer work can positively benefit your own mental health, and it gets you out and talking with people, and it's just good all around. Which reminds me, the Ellis County Ministerial Alliance has already put out some information about their annual turkey dinner, and I know they're looking for volunteers, so that would be a perfect example of something that you can help with. Or even if you have a neighbor who, you know, is living by themselves, even taking the courage to invite them to your dinner. Um, We hear from a lot of people that, you know, if they've just moved to town, maybe they don't have family or friends that are close by and making sure that they feel welcome and included too could help alleviate their stress as well. Good idea. And then, okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. You have to be scientific now. You talked about sleep. And does that include naps? 
Naps are great. Naps are a good <laughs> My thing. My kind of guy. <laughs> you had me at naps. <laughs> those power, you know, and then there's, you know, we hear about power naps and a little bit longer naps. But seriously, there is, we have learned that that can be very helpful to Yeah, the there's body. a lot of science that says a 20, 40-minute nap in the middle of the day increases productivity, increases memory retention, increases well-being, you know, overall. And the key is to try to make it short-ish, because that's how I struggle with naps. I either can't fall asleep or I sleep for five hours and I wake up and I have no idea what century it is. <laughs> but trying to keep it around 20, 30 minutes is that sweet spot. But it's, it's difficult to do. It is. I've found that myself. But you need to keep it short so you can sleep, get your full yeah. seven or eight hours at night. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Sarah, let's talk about some things that the Chamber has on. I know that you have a busy week ahead. Um, and first of all, let's remind everybody again about the Lunch and Learn that James is going to be having, helping with coming up. So it's November 9th. Um, it'll run from noon to one o'clock at the venue at Thirsty's Brew Pub and Grill. We're asking for folks to RSVP by November 2nd if possible. And the cost for that lunch will be $20 for chamber members and $30 for non-members. Um, if folks have questions about the event, they can call us at the office at 785-628-8201. That's right around the corner. What do you have going on this week? Oh, all the things. <laughs> we have an AI content generation workshop October 24th um, from 1130 to 130 at Rose Garden Banquet Hall and Catering. We did RSVP for just two extra spots for that. So if you saw the event and are like, gosh, I wish I would have gotten registered, we could still accommodate you. A child care task force of Ellis County will meet tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock at the Welcome Center. And then we're excited to have a Catching Up event with NCK Tech on October 25th at 10 a.m. That will be held at their Business Occupation Center on campus. And then our Hayes Young Professionals group will have their Leadership Development Committee meeting on October 25th at noon at Paisley Pear Wine Bar Bistro and Market. And Thursday, we're going to have LeaderCast Human Intelligence um, from 9 o'clock to noon at Fort Hayes State University's Memorial Union. So that is a registered event. So Um, You do need to make sure you're registered to attend that. And then we'll wrap up our week and really our month um, with a chamber chat uh, Friday with First Care Clinic at 9 a.m. at their 1923 East 22nd Street location. And we have membership lunch on um, Friday as well from noon to one at Rose Garden Banquet Hall and Catering. This month's lunch is sponsored by Next Tech. And our guest speaker is Fort Hayes State University President Tisa Mason. Also, you wanted to let people know that uh, we've had to make a change in the professional development event for the child care providers. There was a conflict of calendars. Yes, we had some parent-teacher conferences happening that we weren't aware of at the time that we scheduled that, and we apologize for that. So um, that date change will actually be November 16th. We'll be pushing out a press release, and you can also check out the Child Care Task Force Facebook page um, for more information there. And you have a new member. We do have a new member. Uh, we are excited to welcome Prospectively Healthy um, and Wellness Clinics. So they're going to be opening up their doors for the first time in January, but they're trying to help get the word out a little bit before they get started. So, And where will they be located? They're going to be downtown. So uh, Dr. Uh, Moffat and his wife, Jessica, will be um, opening up that location. Wonderful. We'll look forward to that. And real quickly, we want to remind people, it's still a little bit of time to submit nominations for the Chamber Awards Banquet. Yes, next week, Tuesday, the 31st is the last day. So make sure that you go to the website, get that nomination form downloaded and um, make a couple of nominations if you want to. So many fantastic people and businesses in our community are deserving of nominations.